All right, so Sabbath. Well, Keep it holy. That's right. And yeah. done. Conclusion. You know, I was, <laughs> mm, I was trying to think through like the like the quick way to kind of go through that. Of of actually like looking at it, and I just never could really come up with anything. So I think the way we normally go is just you go where the conversation goes. Yeah, I mean, and if we end up recording for forever, yeah, then you can you can break it up into two parts. Okay, well there you go. That we haven't done that in a while though. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of sliding away from that. Yeah, like um, we'll we'll post. We've I don't know. Yeah. close to an hour and a half just, long episodes. It just seems like I'm just thinking like what's the like a quick way that you could put it and then not have to do. Like a lot of background, and I just never really came up with anything. You have to do a lot of background. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you do. So, so uh, yeah. well, I, as far as the Sabbath goes, just you know, most of what talks about the Sabbath is the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, Jesus talks about it a few times. Uh, well, well, several times when he gets called out for breaking the Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, what a lot of people don't understand is that Jesus was never breaking the Sabbath. If he no, broke the yeah. law, then he was a sinner, yeah. and he did not. Mm. Yeah. So, like, with the Pharisees, and unfortunately what they did, and um, I had a buddy of mine explain this um, years ago, and I, I loved how he, how he explained it. He said the Pharisees came in, said, okay, here's the law. Okay, well, how can we break this law? Okay, so God says, do not sit in this chair, you know. <laughs> Okay, so don't sit in the chair. Can you stand in the chair? Yes. Can I lean in the chair? Yes. I just can't sit in the chair. The law was don't sit in the chair, you know. And so anyway, the Pharisees come in and say, well, you know, we let's just not touch the chair. Let's put a let's good intentions, you know. Hey, let's let's try to keep everybody from sin. Let's yeah. let's put a layer of cones around here. Okay, you know what? Let's let's get it to where they can't even look at it. You mm. know, so then they cover it with a dome and. Then, and they're just like, you know, don't don't even don't even do that. So like that's what they did with the Sabbath. Yeah. They started saying, okay, well, what what is defined as work, you know, and which is why Jesus would come in and he would say, you know, hey, mm -hmm. if your if your ox was in a ditch, would you help it out? Of yeah. course you would. Like, don't take the laws and make them so ridiculous, you know. Mm. Yeah. So the Pharisaical expression of the Mosaic law is never correct. So right. Yeah. It's not what a lot of people think of it. As that, it's like, yeah, well, it's pharisaical. So it, it, the way in which they used it as a way of justification is never actually how it was meant to be used. Right. So even inside the Old Testament economy, it's never to justify. Right. It, it never justifies anyone by, by by them keeping it anyway. So whenever we think of uh, the Lord's Day or New Testament Sabbath, uh, we don't think of it as in, in, in that way in which they would have expressed it. And there's really a, a lot of assumption that you got to have before you go into the New Testament to understand that. First off, to hold the position which I do on that, you're going to have to be covenantal in your view of Scripture and the way in which that it ties together. If 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 you're in any way like there's seven there's seven distinct ways in which God relates to humanity. Right, so dispensationalism, right, or something yeah. like that, or new covenant. E either way, you're going to have to have a specific view <clears throat> of how they tie together. Right. Which I think that you can have, and I think that it gives you. I think it's correct. But um, you're going to have to have that in place before you even start. So mm -hmm. if, if you would see the Ten Commandments in any way as um, like not binding upon you, there's, there's really there, there's no, there's no uh, framework to understand what I think the New Testament holds out for a Lord's Day gathering. Right. Yeah. So I think what... Well, we really the, the the question that we need to answer in this is, 
should we observe the Sabbath? And mm. if we do, how do we observe the Sabbath? When do we observe the Sabbath? Yeah, you're great. And what should we call it? You know, right? Uh, whether it be a Sabbath, Lord's Day, is it the same thing? Are they different? Right. right. Um, but and I like. I think we should keep all that. Yeah. Um, and do you want to maybe? Yeah. Take why'd like, you break it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Well, real quick, yeah. before we get into it yeah. too deep, do you want to take like sixty seconds and just introduce yourself and talk about your podcast? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we be... can make sure. Well, we... you tell them, hey, we got Avery on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't, if you've been listening last. Two minutes. You've heard us another voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Avery Roten. Uh, we are pleased to have him on here. It's pleasure's all mine. I'm I'm <laughs> I was, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I mean, I've I've had the pleasure of getting to know Avery a lot better over the last probably month. Yeah. Uh, he attends the same local church that me and Wes do here in East Tennessee, and uh, yeah, so I see you a couple times a week. Yeah, every now and then. And you know? uh, yeah. it's been it's been good picking his brain on a lot of theology <laughs> and stuff like that. You hold some very. Uh, Interesting positions that I, I don't dis- necessarily yeah. disagree with. I'm no, just saying, like, yeah. you're, you're very, uh, you're not vague in your theology. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he, he also has a podcast, the, the Modern Reformer, it, uh, him yeah. and his brother. Maybe talk about what y'all do on there. Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast, uh, the Modern Reformer, what we're doing now is we're taking the 1689 Second London Baptist Confession of Faith and going through that to kindly say, well, what if you're Reformed and you're a Baptist, what do you believe? And this is historically what they've believed, what they've mm-hmm. confessed, what's been written down for you. Right. So you're helping people understand Reformed theology. Yeah. So, yeah if someone what, says, what, it is. what does a Reformed Baptist believe? Then if you're a confessional Reformed Baptist, you can listen to that podcast and say, this is this is what you believe. Right. Yeah. So It's interesting. I've, I've, yeah, cool. yeah. You've, you've got several episodes out at this point. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's very think, interesting. I think we've got uh, probably by the time this is probably, uh, probably six, I guess. Six okay. episodes. Something so like y'all that. just started. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Cool. And from from my observations, it's very like historical. Like, yeah. It's it's almost like a it's very objective. So I, I really I, I I really like church history. Yeah. I like I like it a lot. I like a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> anything I'm like a church history nerd. So I really like. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if it was up to me, everybody would have to have to take, take a like a church history exam before they could join any church. Like <laughs> so, you, you had the so, in se- so in seminary, you enjoy your church history class. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. I didn't enjoy Baptist history. I didn't enjoy. Oh. I enjoyed yeah. almost every one of my classes except for those. Really? I think it's pretty useful. Like I've I've been looking into it. I've been reading a lot. I have that twenty-seven. Oh, it's definitely. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I love reading about like the Puritans and like uh, oh, yeah. like William Tyndale and their mm-hmm. sacrifice to for, with to get our Bible made in English and yeah I, it, I think it's really cool oh yeah um, it's by no means like I like it. scripture authority but no, it's, no. it's yeah. nice to to know where different things come yeah. from and stuff so, I mean so when you go with for when you go when you look at church history um, you obviously can't you have to, you can't venerate it more to say this has more authority than scripture, but you also can't just dismiss it and say this has no application. Right. So you know, you know th- yeah. there's a, there's a nice balanced view to say, well, uh, I woke up twenty two thousand years later from Christ, and then I don't have anything to learn. Right. And you I think I mean? we we so, build off of these martyrs and these oh absolutely these yeah. different sacrifices. Yeah. And it's, I think it's all progress for yeah. For God's kingdom, and yeah. I think some people, even like you know Charles Spurgeon, people like that, John mm-hmm. Owen, they have such a way of saying things that's yeah. just so like rich, I guess, in theology. Yeah, they're, they're not modern people, which is right. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, history is incredibly important, 
I, I don't necessarily like it. <laughs> I, I don't like to study it. It's not. It's just not fun for me. But it is important to yeah. know um, because we can say, okay, this is what they believe, and this is why they believed it, and that right. kind of gets us a, a different perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun, right. and man, that's so true. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we think of these, you know, concepts or whatever, and it's just like it's not really new. It's just yeah. right. right. It's just rethought yeah. in a different language, honestly. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So my view of church history would be one, I can't remember the, the actual name of it, but the church is actually, and the true church, I'm using that as an actual church, mm-hmm. not the... The kingdom of God. There you go, yeah. yeah. So I think it's actually refining and getting better. Mm-hmm. So it's it's thinking more through these things, uh, doing more theology better. Yeah. So I mean, if you look at the early church, um, they really get for you Christology, who Christ is. They're going to hammer out the, the Trinity. Mm. So they invent language to encompass the teaching of Scripture. Like it, 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 that, if you just don't presuppose that, and you come to say, "What is Christ? What is what is His union?" You know, you don't have it apart from those men doing the work of the exegesis. It's there, you know. Mm. So you stand upon their shoulders. That's the only reason you could ever see any farther. You don't tear them down and say, "I'm going to start new." Right. Especially, so I mean, if you want to look at that, you want to look at the Reformation, justification's hammered out for you. So you're kind clearly. of saying like we have an advantage because oh, of what these men have done. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well if yeah. it wasn't Def- for a lot of them, we would be <laughs> Roman Catholics. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we definitely have an advantage, but it's not always used, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. a huge advantage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous of yeah. what we have. I mean, oh. mm-hmm. just think, when they were writing the, the Tinsdale Bible and even mm-hmm. the KJV, yeah. they didn't have half. Not even a quarter yeah. of the scripture that we have now. Not yeah. Even, not even close. It doesn't touch it. Yeah. So Whitcliffe would actually, I don't know, did I tell you that? Whitcliffe would have actually <laughs> translated the first English Bible. He would have translated it off of uh, the Sept, of, uh, the, Septuagint. Uh, Septuagint, Latin, uh, Vulgate. The Vulgate, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So he would actually, tra- it would have been the Latin text to which he translates. Erasmus actually brings forth uh, the received text in Greek. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know why I was telling you. All right. But anyway, wait, 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 wait. if we're if we're gonna really hit this church history stuff, and you know dates. Yeah. Who's yeah. the oh, church gosh. that put chapters and verses in the Bible? Mm. I, let's get, let's, let's tear his name down. I feel like that's I feel like that's in the medieval time. Well, yeah. well speaking of Bible, that guy gets a lot of he gets a lot of flack, but you know he well, he did a lot do, of good. Do you, you happen know? to know? Great... I, the, 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 the intention was good <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Vastly misused. But it yeah. just hurts. Uh, it really hurts us now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Breaking verses in between sentences. That's true. Yeah, the, the, you know he was in, he was definitely fallible and then separated some ideas that. He did. <laughs> yeah, Avery, do you know of any good Bibles that use Yahweh instead uh, of Lord? Uh, yeah, I know, I know of one translation. Yes, the LSB, pretty new translation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, I like that one. I do like when they say Yahweh. Yeah. Clarifying. Pretty cool translation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've, it's it's the NASB ninety five yeah. basically. Yeah, with so, both Yahweh. Yeah, it is. Uh, so my view of, of the Sabbath or the Lord's Day, either one you want to use, Lord's Day worship, the, the more we get into it, the one I hold is the historic reform view of that. Um, you can find it in pretty any Puritan confession. Um, that's what I would believe. So, so what is that? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's conclude the episode. After yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, before you kind of jump in, you've got to have a lot of background understanding. So inside of that view, you're going to have what a well, covenantal view of Scripture. So you're going to see that it's all building upon the same thing. It's not for different purposes. So the New Testament, if you just read it by itself, is insufficient. Mm. Um, Agreed. So you have to, it builds upon and flows out of the Old Testament. 
So well, it quotes the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, a lot, which everybody would agree with. But it's 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 the study of the Old Testament of which really sets this out for you. So inside of that, you're also going to have to have uh, some view of law that's that's not like antinomian in the New Testament. So, What's antinomian? Antinomian means there's no law. So we have to see that there is a abiding law for for Christians today inside the New Covenant. Okay. Um, it's it's not done away with as in we don't need a law now or God doesn't have a law. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. So I'm, what I'm going to try to do is yeah. if you say something that mm-hmm. I'm thinking that viewer has no idea what he just said, right. I'm going to ask you to clarify. That'd be great. So don't be don't, great. don't take offense to that. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. I, I do it to everybody, to. and I expect <laughs> people to do it to me because I can do the same thing. I, I'm, very yeah. hard to, I'm very hard to offend. So no. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so you're going to have to have, uh, you're gonna have to have the correct view that there is an overarching law that is binding upon all men uh, everywhere. Uh, and what is that law? So that law is what's traditionally known as creation ordinance, or an ordinance that is established inside of creation. So you're talking about pre-Moses. Yes. Okay. So, that, so for example, Cain kills Abel. That's still wrong before Sinai. Right. That's still a sin, even before the giving right. of Ten Commandments, where it says, do not murder. So inside of that, you've got two classifications of law. You've got what's called creation law. And you've got what's called positive law or redemptive law. So you've got law that is binding upon all men everywhere. And you've got binding that is specific to where you're at in redemptive history. So what you're saying, so like with the Sabbath, yeah, the Sabbath, we see this way before Moses. We see yeah. this in the very beginning yeah. uh, mm-hmm. where not only did God rest on mm-hmm. the seventh day, but he also told his people to rest. Yeah. Just remember like to keep it holy. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So my argument, in fact, is that the Sabbath is not a positive law to the Mosaic Covenant. It is, in fact, established in creation. It's a creation ordinance. You're saying it wasn't added whenever the law came. Correct. Okay, So I see what you're saying. So anything in which uh, would have been... So, for example, Abraham's not held accountable to be baptized. Okay. Uh, you and I are not held accountable to be circumcised. So you and I, in our natural state, will not know to be baptized. So if you just wake up one day as a, as a, as a man with a law written on his heart with the witness of nature, you, you, you would never say, I need to dunk myself under the water when, I, when I'm a, when I'm a believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what's called a positive law or something that is unique to the covenant that you're in. So I think the Sabbath has a mosaic expression, uh, which is unique to Moses. And I think it has a New Testament expression, which, which is, is unique to the Pharisees. Which, which is <laughs> very which, unique well, to the Pharisees. Yeah, so they would have had a, a distortion of the Mosaic Sabbath. Right. I think the New Testament Sabbath has its own um, has its own flavor that's not Mosaic in, in nature. So uh, the reason I say that is yet again because it's established in creation. So the Bible doesn't need to continually repeat itself. Is to say what's still binding. So the Old Testament morality is completely assumed in the New Testament. So if you want to go to Corinthians, when um, the guy lays with his probably mother, and he's excommunicated there, you familiar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably his mother. That's probably incest. Best case, best case scenario, that's like a stepmother. I don't think so. I don't think you get that out of the text. So it's incest. And then Paul writes to him. He doesn't write to him and say, hey, guys. Well, it was his father's wife. Father's wife. Regardless. Right, either way. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> and he says not even pagans do that. So it's not as if uh, uh, Paul comes to him and says, you know what, guys? You know, incest is wrong. 
Like, I have to remind you of that. It's just assumed. <laughs> mm. Those things are just assumed, right? And then you see that in operation in the New Covenant. So um, I don't think... So I would say that it's... So there's a... There's a it's tied into creation. I guess that would be the, the first place to start. So you have you have ten commandments. Uh, you don't have uh, nine commandments or ten commandments with a limp, or you don't have like nine and a half commandments. You got ten of them, and the fourth one is is keep the Sabbath holy. So that would be my expression there. The rest of those nine, everybody's in agreement, are creation ordinances or what's called the moral law. Uh, so just because you come to Christ does not mean you don't you get to get now to a uh, uh, you know, be an adulterer or to steal things or to murder murder people. Right? We still say these are binding upon you. And that Sabbath is still binding. It just doesn't have the same expression that it does in the Mosaic economy. So in the Mosaic law, so when we say Mosaic law, we're really mainly talking about Leviticus, Exodus, around yeah, that sure. area, Deuteronomy. Um, but with the Mosaic law, Honestly, there's there's not much on mm -hmm. the Sabbath. There's not a lot like of regulation. It's, it's yeah. really added by the Pharisees, and you can see how much they added by how, how much Jesus rebuked them for what they were saying about the Sabbath. Because mm -hmm. really, I mean, it was, hey, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy? Yeah. Hey, guys, don't forget the Sabbath. Like, it's yeah. really don't forget the Sabbath. Make sure you're resting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, and then um, I think in Exodus, and they're uh, supposed to gather manna. Yeah. They're supposed to gather just for that day. But then mm -hmm. before the Sabbath, the day before the Sabbath, they had to get the two portions. Yeah. And it Double wouldn't mold. Portion. But if they did that on the other days, it would it mold. It would mold, yeah. So there, there's not really a law in mm -hmm. in there that says, you know, the, the Sabbath must be on the seventh day. The yeah. Sabbath must be Saturday. It must be Sunday. And even yeah. to say that Saturday, like <laughs> the days of the week are have changed so much in right. the past, even a thousand years. Yeah. And we're talking more than that. You know, days of the week are going to be different. You know, a lot of the days that we have now are Greek mm -hmm. and they're based off of different uh, Greek gods. Right. Yeah. So that's it's So you see that in Exodus. I think it's in Exodus 16. They're actually ordered to pick up manna, uh, a double portion. So you won't have to pick it up on the Sabbath. Right. Uh, that's actually before the giving of the law at Mount Sinai. So you see it in function before it's given to Moses. Right right there. I think the end all be all cases, it's it's in the Ten Commandments, so it's the fourth command. And also you see the seventh day you see the seven day week established in creation by it. So right. that goes all the way back to Genesis two. Genesis two, absolutely. So you see days, you see months, you see years established there. Right. A day, whether how much ever you want to say is twenty four hours, that's a measurement. But you see it established as a as a as a as an Earth rotation on its axis. A month is roughly the lunar phases, mm. and a year is how long it takes to orbit the sun. And also inside of that, you have God say these weeks you don't get from nature, but you get. To say, God says, now, I've, I've done it in six days, the seventh you rest. Right. So you get the seven-day week established right there by God himself to say, this is how this should go. And that's also... A, and over the years, yeah. they've had seven days, they've had five days. Yeah. They've had six days, and they've had right. back to so, seven days, right. which is where we're at now. <laughs> so you can take, like, the French Revolution, which tried to do away with Christianity altogether, um, and they went to a ten-day week. So they said, so they recognized that seven day week is you, you, you're like uniquely Christian or biblical. 
Uh, so they said, let's just go to 10 days. And ever you can read about the debacle that was people got sick a lot easier. So it just doesn't match reality to say that there's right. five days or whatever else you want to put in there. Well, the practicality of the Sabbath is cool, which is what you just mentioned. How people yeah. were getting sick with 10 days. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the issues that we have in the American Christian church is, you know, we don't like rest. No, you know, no. it's work, 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 work. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't work, 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 you're lazy. Yeah. And it's like, OK, it, it can't be that that black and white. Like there's mm -hmm. got to be a day of yeah. rest that, that we, we have now. Some will argue that now really quick, uh, you, you were talking about, yeah. um, the Sabbath and when that was. So mm -hmm. like, uh, and you were talking about lunar and solar and all yeah. that stuff. So right. the, the Jews, the, the idea was at sundown yeah. on what we presume to be Friday mm -hmm. is the beginning of the Sabbath and yeah. it goes sundown to sundown. Mm -hmm. Whereas for us, it would be midnight to midnight. Right. Um, so that kind of messes us up already, you know, on, on doing <laughs> yeah. it on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, which Messianic <laughs> Jews do it. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and it works out for them and that's great. Uh, Seventh-day Adventists do it. Yeah. Uh, which again, mm -hmm. that's great. Uh, <laughs> most, I would say most Christians yeah. um, pick their Sabbath on a Sunday, but yeah. how often are they actually resting? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and when he was rebuked, when Jesus was rebuking the, the Pharisees, I want to say uh, early on in his ministry, I, I do not yeah. know the uh, reference off the top of my head. Um, I could probably find it, but not right now. Mm, <laughs> it, uh, Ma Matthew or Mark somewhere yeah. early on. And, uh, and he rebukes him. Mm -hmm. And basically he says that, listen, the, the Sabbath, you know, was, was made for you. Mm -hmm. You know, the Sabbath was made for you to worship. And, you know, I think a lot of times for me, as a pastor for the last 13 years, uh, guess what? The last day I could ever rest was Sunday. That mm. was my busiest day. And I was worked well, like yeah. I had no choice. I was worked by the church on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, well, so with the priest, that was the, the last day. I, there was no way I was yeah. resting. Um, yeah. now, I mean, I think that you can rest and be a pastor of a church and rest on that day. Mm -hmm. But everywhere that I've been, it's that's unfortunately not been the case. Right. So I personally have usually taken my Sabbath on Saturday, uh, but just basically because I'm not working that day, and I, mm. I take that and I observe that with the Lord. I, I don't right. see any issue with that. There's other people that do Sunday, and yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. You know, they say Jesus was resurrected on Sunday. Okay, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perhaps. Right. Right, so yeah, this this is where the disagreements are yeah. going to start coming out a little yeah, bit. And that, like yeah, minor and ones. hey, really quick, disagreements are good. Yeah, mm. and especially on something like this. Guess no, what? Yeah. This right. is and, this is not a heaven or hell question. Oh yeah. yeah and I, I yeah. would also like the viewer to note that Eli's been looking into this for a whopping three <laughs> weeks. So if I'm wrong, I have an excuse. But <laughs> don't care. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're educated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but see, I will just from just from my reading, um, and, and talking to other people. Several. I've listened to so many pastors in the last couple of weeks talk about their opinions on the Sabbath, and uh, I would say right now I would I would put a big emphasis on the Lord's Day. Um, I, th I think you see it in uh, in Corinth. I think it's First Corinthians later on in the, in the letter and uh, Acts. I want to say maybe like eighteen or nineteen. There's references to the Lord's Day. One of them, yeah. Paul's talking about when they give, uh, and on the Lord's Day. I, I, I wish I could. Uh, remember, I think John where exactly in Revelations, the actually the only one that actually pins Lord's Day. 
Right, in, yeah. in Revelation 1. In Revelation um, 1, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like they talk about gathering on the first day. But it's assumed. Um, there's, it, there's, I'm pretty yeah. sure in, in in 1 Corinthians... It's at the end of 1 Corinthians, the yeah, first day of the week 16, gathering. maybe? Yeah. Um, there's a pretty much a direct reference to when they gather on, on the, the first, first day. day. Yeah. Right. And that's um, when they gathered, and mm. when they gathered, they rested. Yeah. Right. So I would agree that there there should be a rest aspect. Like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like your normal routine. So if you're a hard right. worker on the farm, take yeah. a day and rest. Yes. Literally. And yeah. not now, just there's active resting. You don't mm-hmm. have to just rest. Right. Well, like, if you're, if you're it's in, not just sitting in front of the TV. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're in the office all week, sitting down, go on a walk, whatever. Right. But yeah. However, I, I think that it's also different now because we our rest is in Christ. Right. So yeah. Christ has fulfilled that. And, and you're you taking that, that from Hebrews four? Hebrews one through, <laughs> one through but mainly 13. four is when it's talking <laughs> yeah. about it's talking resting. About the same uh, yeah. rest, and, and yeah. another thing that I, I can't seem to get around, um, that that really makes me think that a lot of the, the semantics of the Sabbath have changed, is Colossians two. Yeah, uh, I'll just read it. Um, Colossians two. Uh, you happen to know what verse it is? Sixteen uh, seventeen. Yeah. 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 You got it. Uh, therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food or drink in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. Yep. So it throws that one in there at all of these. Yep. Things which are a mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Which um, is why no one should pass judgment on how somebody right. works yeah. the Sabbath and these other things. Right. So right there in Colossians, it's it's when it says don't let anyone act as your judge, that means don't make anybody let make you do it. Uh, and that's a mosaic Sabbath. That's right. that's a mosaic expression of it. So it, so I would never say that these regulations given to Moses for the Sabbath is you can't leave your house and you can't pick up sticks. Um, so you, like he brought up earlier, there's not a lot of regulation. A lot of people just by uh, at least by probably secondhand knowledge of the count of the Pharisees think that the Sabbath is a heavy, heavily regulated thing in the mosaic economy. And it's not it's at all. It's not at all. It's mm-hmm. very deregulated. It's funny yeah. because if you look at all the other laws, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. God, God, you know, God's writing the law and He's giving it to Moses, and it's <laughs> like, hey, don't do this. Yeah. And you know, if your mouth is a little crooked while you're doing it, definitely don't do that. You yeah. know, like it gets like super specific <laughs> right. on some of the things. But it, yeah. on the Sabbath, that's one of the things that it does not go specific. Yeah. So I think I think He establishes the Sabbath on Saturday from creation. So it says six days I worked on the seventh, you shall rest. That's the last day of the week, whether you want to call it Sabbath or not. Now that Sabbath has a particular expression um, inside of the mosaic economy. What you're left with now is when we say rest, that means to not do your regular activities. That means to set aside a time from which that you corporately gather. That's the regulation given. And that's the only regulation which I would give you of the New Testament. So it it so in Hebrews ten it says do not neglect the gathering of yourselves together. Mm. That's not like this when you get together with right when you get together in like a small group. That's the corporate gathering of divine divinely instituted worship. And would you also go as far as to add under the authority of elders as well? Yeah, so that's like in that's, a church. That's part of yeah. a, a corporate gathering. Yeah, so you don't have a you don't have a corporate gathering biblically that's not under the authority of elders. You have something else. Um, I would also take what's called the regulative principle. That means that what you do in, in Scripture is regulated to you by the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So um, we can talk about that as well. But inside the New Testament, what's binding is that you meet for corporate worship, that you that you do the things which are delegated to you there, preach the Word, sing a psalm, hymn, spiritual songs. 
administration of the ordinances or the sacraments. I prefer sacraments. Either way you want to call it. Uh, prayer. Uh, there's something else. Right. And I was going to, yeah. I, I remembered the Acts. This is Acts 27. Uh, chapter 20 verse 7 yeah on the on the first day of the week when we were gathered together to break bread paul began talking to them intending to leave the next day yeah so on the first day we were gathered and that goes this is yeah. right after mm-hmm. talking about the resurrection and that right. that's also tied back to uh first Corinthians, uh or colossians 2 yeah everyone talks about a mere shadow right and, and then the even like being christ, right, the yeah. substance being christ going back to that fulfillment yeah so, so i would so i would say this will pretty much give you, in, in my mind, if you if you conform to at least loosely, like a Sabbatarian view. So if you went into like a, a to like a, a non-Christianized place, Africa, wherever, and then then you establish a church, and they say, "Hey guys, we we got to work Sunday. Like we've got stuff to do. Can we just meet on Wednesday?" And if you say yes, then you're a non-Sabbatarian. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you say we can do the corporate gathering any day of the week. It, 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 at least in the reformed understanding, you're not a Sabbatarian. Right. Uh, that view is going to say that what's regulated to you is also the day of week that you do it. Uh, so that's on the Lord's day. You have a Lord's day specific gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be that distinctive there. So you see that it's assumed from the fourth commandment that this has abiding validity. That was my point of establishing in creation, such as everything else. Right. It's assumed that you don't have nine commandments now, you have ten. So there is a Sabbath that is that is for the New Testament. So inside the early church you would have had a lot of language that would have would have said that Jesus rose on the eighth day. The eighth day being the day of completion or the first day of the week. So you have a you have the Saturday establishment, and this is a little bit of my speculation, but I think it's assumed and I can show you that. You you have the seven, you have the seventh day Sabbath established at creation to say that this is creation. I've done it six days the seventh. I did not work, and now you do it that way. So it's given to that in in Exodus. It's given as a remembrance of creation. And the second given of the law in Deuteronomy, it's actually added to remember their Exodus out of Egypt. I can't remember the chapters, but that's in there. Uh, yeah, it's Deuteronomy. Yeah. Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I read that earlier actually. Yeah, so so they so they retell it and then they say this is about creation. Also, you coming out of Egypt, I think in the New Testament, you, you see it as a day of completion or 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 this now being fulfilled or mm-hmm. recreation. So at the recreation of of, of Jesus's resurrection, you have the establishment of a new day that right. solely by his resurrection. Well, it's yeah. So yeah. Deuteronomy five, Moses actually almost repeats the, the Ten Commandments. So in, in yeah. verse. Uh, 15, you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Is that what you're referring, yeah. referring to? Okay. So you see that as you see that added in Deuteronomy, and you don't see that in um, Exodus right. as given. So you, you see the mosaic in it, in it, or not the mosaic, but the Sabbath in its changing purposes, mm. even inside of that covenant there. You see, even in the given of, of that Sabbath, it's multifaceted. It's, it's given different meanings, so it's not it's not fixed. It's not a it's not a fixed day or a fixed meaning in creation. It's a it's a pattern. You're talking about the Sabbath. The Sabbath. It's not a fixed day. Not a fixed day. Okay. As in the sense that it can't change. Right. According to the covenant. Um. So you're talking about from when we switched from 
Talking the Sabbath, the Sabbath yeah. being Saturday to it being to Sunday, Sunday yes. is what we, yeah. what a lot of Protestants will agree to. Correct. Yeah. So I would say that it that it did switch inside of that. It's no longer a seventh day, but the first day of the week. So you're referring to uh, in the New Testament where it talks about you know they gathered on the first day of the week, yeah. which implies right. maybe it's Sunday for us. Um, right. The the only issue I have with that is that'd be great. Um, that'd, be, that'd be great. Yeah, what's that <laughs> an be, issue? <laughs> no, no, that'd be great. You you add here, maybe clarify here something. Okay. Um, so so my only issue with with that is you know kind of how the days of the week have gone. While I would agree that God clearly made seven days. Yeah. Um, you can okay. even go back to the Egyptian calendar, like before the Bible uh, was written down, mm-hmm. uh, as in like before Exodus would right. come out, uh, would have happened. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I, th- I think they had like, I think they did have seven days a week, but they were like, mm-hmm. it was 12 months and 30 days or something like right. that. But then, and through the years they would do five days. And like you were talking about in France, mm-hmm. um, some mm-hmm. of the earlier stuff, yeah. uh, you know, they changed it to 10. It didn't work out well for them. It kind of, it, it kind of gets a little funny. So you're like, okay, what exactly, you know, what exactly is the first day of the week? Was right. it called Sunday or yeah. is it called Monday? Because really, you know, a lot of Americans would say Monday is the first day of the week. Yeah, right. You know, because that's the first day that I go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? But yeah, I'm not I'm not against it by any means. You know, right. uh, I think it's important to rest in the gathering. You know, my mm-hmm. issue that I personally had was just in working in the church. It was very difficult to rest uh, right. because of what was expected of me. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know. Some people say, oh, well, the priests have to work on Sundays. No, mm-hmm. they get rest, too. Right. Uh, while I agree they do sacrifices, you mm-hmm. can rest in that sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and right now, right. I would say that I'm taking the Sabbath on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing it with the gathering with my current local church. Right. Uh, it's easy not to work when you're not on Sabbath. Mm-hmm. You know? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but right. you know, in talking to the pastors that are there and the way they, they do things... They they're resting on 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 Sunday. They're right. definitely resting, which mm-hmm. is impressive. Right. So, yeah, that's a great point. So, uh, if you, for example, if you are uh, a, like a like an EMT or a worker of necessity that has to work on Sundays, whatever it is, right. Uh, so the, obviously, the New Testament recognizes that, such as even you said earlier, when your donkey falls into a pit, whatever it is, it's it's works of mercy, mercy and necessity. Right. It understands that. Uh, so that one would be work of necessity would be one of the gathering in which that um, you as uh, as a pastor or whatever you are perform duties on that. Right. So I wouldn't come to you and say what's binding on the New Testament. It would be for you to not do X, Y, and Z. So you so you you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z, and you, and you can do this and you can't do that. I don't. I, I wouldn't regulate it in that way. Right. What I, what I would say is the apostolic witness is on the first day of the week, which is whatever you call it, Sunday. And or, what is yeah. apostolic witness? Apostolic witness is you could... You, you get that a lot also in baptism. I think what they did in baptism establishes what you should do in baptism. So the apostolic witness would be what did the apostles do? So mm-hmm. what they did is they met on the first day of the week. So they right. met on Sundays, or what we would call Sunday. I don't know what's traditionally been called. <laughs> but they met on the first day of the week in commemoration of the, of the resurrection. Uh, so I would say what's binding upon you now as a, as a person that's in the, in the new covenant would be that, uh, that you gather together and fulfill what's given to you in Scripture to do 
in the gathering, uh, which I said a little while back, I think. Anyway, so that's what's binding, is that you gather together and that you devote the day to worship. And you, you, you take a Sabbath. You're right. Like, mm-hmm. it's not nego- this part's non-negotiable. <laughs> there is a Sabbath. Yeah. Well, now, uh, you know, you, you lean more towards yeah. it's got to be during the gathering. It's got to be on Sunday. I'm more yeah. of a movable Sabbath as long as it's consistent. Right. Uh, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's better <clears throat> if you do it mm-hmm. uh, in a gathering if you can. Right. But there's some that can't. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you. Um, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doubting. I just want to That's see. Fine. Like, I want to ask a specific question. Doubt if you want. So <laughs> I, like, I like questions. So. Yeah. So would you say that you're you're saying there's more movable Sabbath? Are you saying the whole assembly move that together? Or are you saying everybody can do it whatever day is most convenient to them? So I I think I think a little bit of both can be true. So when I I did um, some missions in uh, New York City. And a lot of the culture that was up there, the way they worked was nobody was off on Sunday. Everybody worked Sunday. Okay, mm-hmm. so what do you do about that? Okay, they all quit their jobs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got right. no workers, and then you got a big old mess. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they met on Tuesdays. Yeah. I have zero problem with that. There's right. some people that do. I I don't. I think it's great that they're meeting when their church can gather. Mm. Uh, I I, th- I think that's awesome. Now, uh, as far as a Sabbath, you know, I, I do think it can be personal. I, yeah. I I think it's best if you do it with the gathering, um, but I don't necessarily think it's required. I yeah. think that it's okay that, you know, I take a Sabbath on Saturday. Like, mm-hmm. leave me alone. I'm not doing any work. Like, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm Sabbathing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I may study yeah. the Word or whatever. I may do something with my family in the Word or something. I don't think that right now, me personally, that I'll, I'll make a statement on if the assembly can move it together to a different day, like you're saying, if people, sure. if the whole assembly goes on Tuesday, you know, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but I don't necessarily want to advocate for that either. Right. Um, however, I almost would say that the corporate worship part kind of is a requirement mm-hmm. for the, for the new, Sabbath, for the new saying. Testament yeah. Sabbath slash oh, yeah. Lord's Cause day. Cause we, hang on really yeah. quick. So, so we would all disagree with you on the latter of what you were saying. Hang on. I want to clear up what you just said though. So we meet on, we, we meet and uh-huh. have an assembly yeah. period. You go to uh-huh. church one day a week, on period Sunday. done. On That's non negotiable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. What, what you are saying is specifically that, Whenever you take your Sabbath, that needs to be with your gathering, with your church. Uh, just, that, yeah, okay. that's what I'm so, saying. Gotcha. So I think, okay. that, I think that at the very least, your Sabbath should be with your assembly, your local body. Now, as regarding moving that to a different day as an assembly, I'm not, I don't really want to make a statement on, on that just okay. because I don't know. That's, I, that's, that's wise. Yeah, if, you don't, if you don't really have a you know, definite... Yeah. I'm but sure about that. I do see know. a lot. The reason why I think that the assembly and the Sabbath should be together is because I just I can't really seem to work out scripture like Acts mm. uh, twenty and Colossians two and those references to the Lord's Day or the gatherings on the first day. I just yeah. I think they're right. there for a purpose. So, yeah. so the way someone like like me would view those scriptures is that that's what they did. That's not what they commanded us to do. So right. that, that's how I see that. It's like, yeah, that's absolutely cool. what they did. And mm-hmm. hey, let's copy them as much as we can. Yeah. But if we want yeah. to copy everything that they did, well, let's also meet in homes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't have a church building. Okay, you should I'm, have. I'm just, yeah, that, I'm, that's I'm, my only issue with that. Yeah. yeah. I think I definitely think that the Sabbath should be together as an assembly, though. Yeah. Like, just okay. I think we should follow in that example. And I would lean more it. towards that than. I have some thoughts. I, I, yeah. Here's, <laughs> here, here's from, from what I see in scripture. <laughs> What? He said, I have some thoughts about that. <laughs> oh. uh, 
You know, from from what I see in scripture, I, I think it's important that we take a Sabbath, period. Um, and yeah. I think it, it would be best if you did it on the same day as your church right. and did it on that day. Um, but if it needs to move, it needs to move. You right. know, as long as you're resting, I think I think it's important for us to rest. Uh, yeah. Like we were talking about a little bit ago with the American dream of in, yeah. uh, just Americanized Christianity. Yeah. It's work, 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 work. It's like, oh, yeah, I work 12 days a week and they brag about it. And yeah. it's like, well, the Bible says don't. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You are supposed here, Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. Here's what it is. Six days and then you rest. Right. Period. Yeah. yeah the, now that, yeah, that, the, that is that's the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, now, now, beyond that, um, yeah. I mean, people are going to read into Scripture some some different things. Uh, and, you know, I think you need to go. You need to go on your convictions. I think you need to pray about it. I think you need to study it for yourself. Don't take our word for it. All three oh, of us yeah. disagree. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We agree on the fact that there should be a Sabbath yeah. and that uh, we'll agree that it is best to meet on the Sabbath. You guys would say, though, that yeah. you you need to meet on the well, Sabbath. Like, you're saying it's a requirement. Honestly, I don't know that I would say there needs to be a Sabbath in the okay. New Testament. Oh, Let me, here, well, speak, I would probably go. hold... Oh, I want you to get your thought out first. Okay. But I was going to say, like, again, <laughs> okay. I think this is one of those things where it goes back to Romans, Romans fourteen and Galatians four. Yeah, you know, it's not one to pass judgment on somebody else for practicing this. Now, there is like a blasphemous way that you could do it, mm-hmm. and, and like if you completely ignore the fact that Christ has fulfilled, like if you go into a, high, a temple and you make sacrifices, I think that's kind of blasphemous. Right, mm-hmm. Christ has fulfilled that. Yeah. What I'm going to say is the is the New Testament sabbath is the worship gathering it's not it's not merely i'm not going to work it's that this is the day set aside to worship god it's to rest in christ right so it is so there's an aspect of you rest in christ he has commanded a day for you to assemble yourselves together uh that's what i would say so there's i agree there is absolutely so there's nothing wrong to say i'm going to take this day uh tuesday or whatever and then i'm because i work sunday that i'm going to use that as a devotion time or something else. That's not really what the New Testament holds out for a Sabbath. The Sabbath New Testament is uh, worship. Uh, and not working. And not working. So you have to not work to be worshiping. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's you not said, like working. You earlier, yeah. You're setting aside that time for yes. that corporate worship. So so I would say it's sinful if you don't gather for worship on a, well, let's just stay, let's, let's stay with that. So it's not sinful if you're a police officer and you get called in and then you for that you, you don't worship. It's sinful for you to say, well, it's raining outside or it's cold. I don't want to go out. In more of a sluggish, yeah. apathetic way. As in like right. I have no legitimate need of necessity well, that, or mercy. And that's yeah. what yeah. people don't understand, the difference between yeah. rest and slothfulness. Right. Yeah. Right. And there's there's yeah. a big difference between the two. Yeah, well, and Hebrews and, also talks about yeah. being sluggish. And, and see, I, I believe that the day that you worship should also be the day you rest. You rest from right. work. You don't work on your Sabbath. Yeah. Period. So uh, the New Testament, uh, the apostolic witness, if you want to say, you saw the people meeting the first day of the week when it was inconvenient for them because they they went to work. They had to work on that day. They 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 weren't in Christianized places that would say take this off. That's that's why we get this off. We have a Christian heritage here. So they're going to say take that day off. They didn't have that. You see them working. That's the reason you see them meeting in houses, as you as you brought up, right. in the evenings because they do it after. So even when it's inconvenient for them, they they still meet on Sundays. Uh, I would list out that would be my speculation out of Acts anyway. I think you can prove that pretty well. 
uh, so it's I, so I would say it's authoritative that you do it on Sunday because God dictates his own worship to you in that. And the reason you yeah. say Sunday is because that's like our established first day of the week. Correct. So that's the day in which Christ rose, and that's the day in which that he commands you to assemble on. Right, but let's, yeah. let's say that the U.S. government came out and said, well, we want to change Wednesday to our first day of the week. Would the Sabbath also go to Wednesday? Yeah, if that's now the first day of the <laughs> so U.S. Seven, week, so it's a seven-day week. Whether that's just going to be changing the days of the week, that's still not the first. What, whatever you want to say there, what it is is the first day of the week. So, mm-hmm. um, if you say the government says I want to change the day of the the name of Sunday to Wednesday, but he's not yeah. saying that. He's saying the yeah. work week the 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 first day of the week is Wednesday. Okay, he's not so saying that Wednesday like, is so now like, Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm saying, let's say Wednesday is now the first day of the week. So now on American Work yeah. Week, it's Thursday through Monday. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but in essence, you're just changing the names. It's still, it's it's still. What are you going to say the work week is? So, I see what so, you're saying. So do there. you yeah. think that we take Christ's resurrection on the first day and we go seven, seven, seven? Yeah. So seven, it all says, the way through history. So it says yeah. So okay. it was the first day of the week. Or it, it was the it was the last day of the week up until Christ's resurrection. It's it's the first day of the week until His return. So so yeah. what you're saying is that what you what you see is wrong is when you're practicing the seventh day Sabbath. Yeah, you're ignoring the fulfillment Correct. in Christ yeah. from His resurrection. Mm-hmm. You're, you're 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 essentially saying that I'm going to keep this. You're going to keep an Old Testament of, instead of apostolic witness. You're saying you're going to keep yeah. an Old Testament Sabbath that's been fulfilled. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's the same thing. If you said. In a very now, listen. I don't. I didn't mean to say that that strongly. (laughs) I just want to get my point across. Like I don't think you're free to gather whenever you want, whenever it's convenient. I think you gather on the day in which God dictates you to. Now you can disagree to say that He doesn't do that, and I understand. Then we can have disagreement. But I don't think. I don't think you you have freedom in that aspect. Well, and in in Acts, uh, what did we say? A twenty? Is that what we said? Uh, Probably. I don't know. In John, So you can yeah, take well, in John 20 as well. In John 20, so Christ appears to them. Eight, day late, eight days later, he appears to them again. He continues that pattern. Mm-hmm. Is he, is, is the, not all of them, but you see the appearance there. Eight days later, it says he appears again. You also see Pentecost is on a Sunday. You see all these things happening. And you, there used to be a, a rather robust teaching upon that to say this is the day of fulfillment. This is the day... When there's a recreation and there's a new Sabbath established, and that that recreation is right. Well, and Colossians yeah. two does directly refer to the Sabbath day as a shadow. Yes, of Christ. So a type of Christ. A lot of yes. translations will turn shadow to type, mm-hmm. foreshadowing to type. So the new moon festival, all these old yeah. things, and the Sabbath. It doesn't mm-hmm. put Sabbath after that. That's it includes the, that's that in the there. weekly Sabbath. That's yeah. the Jewish calendar, and also uh, according to that calendar, the weekly Sabbath. So the substance well, belongs it, to it Christ. It says they'll cast judgment on those things. It doesn't mean it right. nullifies it. Yeah. It just means that, hey, how you do this, don't, you know. All right, yeah. you, but, you you guys are clearly disagreeing with me on, on what the Sabbath is, which is totally fine. Right. I don't judge you for that. And as long as you guys aren't judging me for that, <laughs> yeah. we're following the, we're right. following yeah, the scripture on I agree. That. I agree with that. However, like the... I don't think that's the context. The yeah, context. So that's yeah. what I was going to say. So mm-hmm. I think that it's saying, yeah, it is making the point. Therefore, no one is to act as a judge regarding the food or drink or respect to a festival or numerous Sabbath. It says that, but it still takes those three things and says, uh, 
things which are a mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance. So it's a further elaborating on what those three things are. Yeah, the, the casting of judgment there is in context means that uh, don't make anybody make you do those things. Right. That's, that's, saying, that's what I'm talking about. He's saying the reason why you shouldn't judge yeah. is because they're a shadow. Yeah. In the, so the reason, right. the reason no one can make you do mosaic typology is because it's typology and it's blasphemous now to do when Christ has fulfilled these things. So just like Eli said, that it's blasphemous for us to sacrifice a goat and offer that to God and say, here's your sacrifice, when the finished work of Christ is now here. It's blasphemous for now for us to create a temple that say that now this temple is is where we're going to do these things. So it's also wrong then, and this is my uh, interpretation, it's also wrong then to say, hey, keep the Jewish calendar because the Jewish calendar terminates in Christ. So now don't do the Passover. Take the supper, <laughs> right? Now mm-hmm. take the supper. Yeah, you don't yeah. put blood on uh-huh. on the doorpost. Right. So. Don't don't eat this Passover feast, which is typological. Eat the substance, and that's the Lord's supper. Mm-hmm. So you see, in that same way with the Sabbath, the Sabbath was yet again typology in the sense of creation. Then I think, and this is somewhat of my speculation, so I wouldn't be dogmatic. <laughs> but uh, understand. As long as we're being clear, yeah. there's, there's a lot of speculating it's speculation, going on. It's speculation <laughs> in the sense that this is the eighth day fulfillment. Now, you would, like I said, you would, you would have had. I think you have good reference. I think you have good reason to do that, but, but I think it is a little bit of extrapolation upon them. It's to say that the that the, the recreation at the resurrection is what establishes this new day. Okay, so would you? Do you have anything? My only thing on that is I, I don't know if I could call it blasphemous. <laughs> right, I, I don't right. know if I could use that word uh, for for that. I think calling something blasphemous, I feel like, needs to be set aside for something. Would you agree specific? that the sacrificing a goat in a holy of holies at this point in this in the twenty first century would be specifically in the holy of holies? Yes, maybe. I guess it would depend on your intention, though. Yeah. So it. So I don't think it's blasphemous to say I'm going to take Saturday and not do anything and devote it unto like a, a day of devotion for me. I think it's what would be blasphemous to say this is the expression of the Sabbath in which that I wish to hold out. Right. The reason that it's blasphemous is because the Lord dictates His own worship and how you are to come to Him. It's not a freedom issue. Um, so it's not like I I I pick today. Now this is also going to get into your view of what's happening when we gather. I picked today to sit across a table from you and to dine with you. Uh, obviously not physically, spiritually, and commune with you in those ways. Mm-hmm. So, and that's going to get down a rabbit hole of what's actually happening in the gathering. Um, is it simply, is it simply a time for us to be edified, or, or is that the triune God coming and saying, "Be with me. Mm-hmm. I am. I am with you in my word, and it will, and I and, you, and you're raised in your prayer." And I'm with you in the supper and, and those yeah. type things. I would say the latter. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think equipping is so, more the rest of the week. So that's worship. Okay. It's worship when we come Sunday. That's a worship in, in heaven. <laughs> now that's, I can get you there too. It's going to take a while. <laughs> I think not, not physically, spiritually, you ascend unto the Holy, you've ascended unto the Father and worship him through the ways in which that he's prescribed for you to do there. And uh, that's not by sight. That's by faith. Right, but that's not physical. The physical aspect of that is what happens in the eschaton, when Christ returns, the eternal state. But but you see that pictured. So it's a covenant renewal ceremony. It's not simply we don't simply come there to be edified. We come there to worship God, in the ways in which He's dictated to us. 
Yeah. I think yeah. what we all need to, uh, and what really what the viewer needs to understand, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of disagreement on here. Right. And this is what that I would call a <laughs> do what? That tends to happen when yeah. I come around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would call this a, a secondary doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. This uh, is yeah. not something, oh, man, sorry, you were wrong. The Sabbath was on Sunday, and you should have met on Sunday, right, and that was yeah. it, and now you're going to hell because you did it on Saturday. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. not going to happen. No, no. Uh, what we want, the, and the reason why we did this episode this way was because we want the viewer to say, okay, listen, there's some a few different views on this. Mm-hmm. Go jump into the Word and figure it out. Yeah. And go and, and pay attention to the context. Pay yeah, attention to what they were doing then. Why did they do it? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, these these questions are can yeah. be very difficult for us to answer answer now. Mm-hmm. But we can think, we can talk, we can work mm-hmm. together. But I, I mean I would definitely say at the very at the very minimum, have a day of rest. Have a day of rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and meet weekly, and meet weekly, and, and yeah. do the things prescribed for you in scripture. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. I definitely on, on on the Lord's day. Yeah, yeah I think I would. I think <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would probably right now hold the position. I say right now because yeah, you're growing. Change. No, that's, yeah. right. that's part of it. I would say that it's not required by scripture in the New Testament to have a Sabbath. However, I think that it is required to have a corporate gathering on the first day. Yeah, so that's yeah, that position is what's what's taken by most is you just divorce the two. So you say uh, the Lord's day is wholly separate from Sabbath in the Old Testament, right? So and that the burden of proof then falls that to say that the Sabbath is mosaic and not creation, right? So if if you take that position, then you have to say okay, there's not a that's the, so that's the position uh, MacArthur takes. Mm-hmm. So he he would say that there's no there's no creation ordinance of, of Sabbath that's mm-hmm. mosaic in its expression and what huh. we have now is totally different. Yeah. So if you say that 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 they're that they're separate that, that the fourth command is is not binding, um, but then you see the Lord's day. That's my problem with that position. Then you see the Lord's day is just completely disconnected. I think that's just taken. That's taking that view completely out of context of scripture. It's just yeah. like, see, I, I yeah. think if somebody calls this like Sunday is Sabbath, yeah. I'm, I'm referring more to the seventh day. When I say that yeah. you're not withheld to a Sabbath, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sabbath just means rest. Right. Sabbath right. means rest. That's exactly what the, like the Hebrew yeah. word means, like to rest. Shabbat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, well, I, when I say that, I'm, I'm not talking. Yeah, you know, don't rest on Sunday. I'm saying. Yeah, we're event- we're, we're me and you are pretty much agreeing. On that y'all, y'all are yeah. pretty close. I so agree. I agree with you. It's whether you call it the Sabbath or the Lord today, either one. Yeah. What's authoritative <laughs> is uh, either one's fine. What's authoritative is um, is that you gather together on that day, and yeah. so that would entail rest. As in the sense, and that doesn't start on Sunday. Like you, you prioritize your your whole week around the worship of the Triune God, uh, whether it's Monday or Saturday. You're saying I'm going to do these things that way. I can set aside this day in order to worship. Well, and you yeah. you worship every day, but right. we're specifically talking about the gathering, right? Yeah, to gather right, the yeah. assembly, that's a, yeah, right. right? And that's a big reason. Another yeah. argument why I would, I would, that I would make is that corporate worship is required on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. Well, you're supposed to stay holy. You're supposed to be holy. Yeah. So we're talking about something different yeah. here. So, yeah. like, what does that have to do with gathering? Yeah. How does holiness? Which part? Yeah. How does holiness mean gather? So, the uh, <laughs> all, all of life, all of life, all that you do is worship. 
unto the and it should pre- be present your bodies as a living sacrifice. It should right. be great, great point. No. So <laughs> pre- pre- it's not. I'm, I'm not saying mine is. I'm just saying that's yeah, what yeah, you should yeah, be. No, yeah. I'm with you. So present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Uh, it also holds out corporate worship as being distinct to something mm. that you do. Mm. So the gathering of Hebrews there, the, the 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 meeting together, the breaking of bread. I think that's the supper, but we don't have to go to that. So th- those things are also held out for you to do. So there, yes, all of life is worship. This is distinctly worship, right. and I think it's distinctly worship is because Christ is spiritually present there, in a, in a unique way. So He's uniquely present whenever you read His Word. He's uniquely present whenever you corporately gather and sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. He's He's uniquely there inside of that when He's not in other ways, and I can get you there. As well, if you'd like. So, really quick, are you guys both saying that the Sabbath has to be Sunday, period, or the Lord's yeah. Day has to be Sunday, and that has to be the day you worship, period? That's what I'm saying. I'm le- okay, I'm yes. leaning that way. Okay, yeah. So I'm <laughs> on the I'm on the other end of that, right. where yeah. I, I would, uh, and this is and this is based on scripture because yeah. I, I don't think the uh, the scriptures are explicit on this. Right. Uh, and I and again, I could be wrong. Right. I, I think that the gathering and your rest can be separate. Do I think they should be on the same day? Yes, I think that's what the disciples pra- that's what the apostles practiced. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it's clearly what they practiced in the Bible, but well, that wasn't necessarily a command. So you guys are saying that uh, you know your yeah. your rest and the gathering needs to be on the same day. Where I would say that you know I I don't think Scripture is explicit on yeah. that. I right. think you can definitely Im- imply such a thing, mm-hmm. um, but I personally just I just don't know. Um, you know, I think each individual needs to search out what is not your truth, but the The, truth, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, and, and find out what that is. And, and here's, here's what's going on here in this particular doctrine. Yeah. There's opinion that goes into it Mm. now on Jesus is the only way and there's no (laughs) other way to heaven. Guess what? All three of us are going to be in the same. Otherwise I'm kicking one of y'all out. No, (laughs) if we disagreed on that. Mm-hmm. But this is something that it's okay to disagree on. And guess what? We all three go to the same church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's okay to have these disagreements. And honestly, it's important to have them because that, that's the only way we sharpen each other. Right. If all we do is disagree, we never grow. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, I kind of want to. I would like to ask a question. Yeah. To yeah. start with. Now, that's a great point because it doesn't, you can't, I can't explicitly turn you into anything that says meet on the first day. You have to do it. And that's a great point because you, you need to be you need to show your work at that point. <laughs> um, so yes, I agree with you there. It's not explicitly stated. My position is that it doesn't have to be because of prior commandments. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have to be explicitly stated. It's assumed and, and then saw in Scripture. So the practice is assumed from the fourth command and then witnessed in the apostolic witness. Right. I yeah. also would like to well, state on the record that the concept of apostolic witness is not the same as the apostolic denomination, which is extremely charismatic. <laughs> Dude, that's that's, that's yeah. probably good to say. I, yeah. I assume that people would know <laughs> that. They that don't. Is, I promise you yeah. they don't. <laughs> yeah. So, but get, yeah. get that out, get it out there. So like, I'm not an yeah. apostolic. So I think, so a, a Sabbatarian view, or Lord's Day view of worship, is going to come on the heels of what's called the regulative principle of worship. The regulative principle of worship says that Scripture itself defines how you are to come to Him and what you are to do in His worship. Uh, oh, that's over against what's called the normative principle. The normative principle would say whatever is not explicitly forbidden, you can do. So inside the regulative principle, inside of my view, there's a lot of freedom inside of that. So 
I'm not going to say that your service, um, this is what you have to preach. I'm going to say you have to preach. I'm not going to say this is what you have to sing. I said it has to be contained inside of that. Right. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of freedom inside of that. I'm not denying that that every worship service or everything has to be cookie cutter and look the same in order for it to be faithful. I'm saying that the principles are held out authoritatively of what is to be done inside of that. And then the Lord's Day is one of those things. Uh, when it is to be done, how it is to be done, and when it is to be done. That's not that's not something in which we have freedom of expression in. And I think based on based on apostolic witness, the okay, fourth command. Okay, based on yeah, apostolic witness. Based okay. upon Pentecost, you based upon the pre-assumption that it's abiding validity, and based upon you you absolutely see it practiced in the New Testament, whether it's Jesus appearing appearing eight days later, or it's Pentecost coming on the Lord's Day, whether it's John himself saying, on the Lord's Day I was in the Spirit, whatever you want to say there, it's assumed that it has abiding validity, then you see its practice. So that's what I would say is authoritative. I think that if you don't take the apostolic witness part, that, that stance, then you could also say that, well, if you're looking for the command, the Sabbath isn't commanded in the New Testament. It's just, it's talked about, so then you get yeah. into, well, is the, is the Exodus... 20 command valid right. now and that's mm-hmm. that's the back end of the mosaic thing but it's right. not commanded in the new testament at all it's it's yeah. mentioned in the gospels it's practiced in, in acts yeah. the lord's day mm-hmm. is practiced in acts hmm. it's the starlinks satellites. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming uh, they've planned it <laughs> yes. the, the sabbath is mentioned in the yeah. in the gospels before christ's resurrection mm-hmm it's practiced in, in Acts among the apostles. Yeah. The, the Lord the Lord's Day is practiced. The breaking bread, corporate corporate worship, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, and it's talked about in yeah. the epistles. Yeah. But as far as right. a commandment to practice the Sabbath in the New Testament, you don't if anything, I think you see the opposite. Yeah. So that that's the reason I said when we started that you have the you had to pretty much pre I had to pretty much just pre assume and not show my work that scripture is covenantal in its origin, in its in its uh, in its revelation, so that means that something that's that is in fact in creation, I don't need to see recommended. So just like murder or worship or whatever else you want to say, I don't need to see that. Is mm. I have to see it explicitly annulled <laughs> mm. in order not to do it, such as dietary restriction, the Mosaic law, all mm. that stuff. I have mm. to see this explicitly annulled to say that I don't have to do it. Um, are inside you, the New Testament. Are you arguing that the, the Sabbath has been annulled? No, no I'm saying or, that's the reason that you don't see dogmatic or explicit teaching upon it, because mm-hmm. it's pre-assumed. Mm-hmm. It's assumed that you correctly interpret the Old Testament, if I can say it bluntly. <laughs> <laughs> if I can say it bluntly like that. It, it pre-assumes that you understand the abiding validity of God's moral law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't explicitly condemn what I was getting with in Corinthians. It doesn't explicitly in the New Testament condemn... Uh, incest, it doesn't explicitly condemn murder, it doesn't explicitly condemn these things. The morality of those things are just pre-assumed on in in operation in the new covenant. So I mean so so Paul in First Timothy gosh I cannot remember it's first Timothy something but um, it's in there, I promise. It's definitely something. It's definitely something in there. But, but Paul quotes when he says, when, when, the, when the question comes up of paying your pastors, he, he quotes Luke, 
which is another. Isn't that Thessalonians? No, it's First Timothy. First mm-hmm. Timothy quotes Luke, and he says the labor is worthy the worthy of his wages. And then he then he quotes, which is another podcast, which I would love to come back on for if you wanted to do it. <laughs> was that he quotes a law given to Israel, and he says, "Do not muzzle the ox that treads the grain." And he he quotes that authoritatively as you should pay your pastors. So he's pre-assuming completely that the judicial law of the Mosaic Covenant, you know and you understand its principle. And he's just quoting that dogmatically. They say, this is binding upon you. And he doesn't have to extrapolate to show that. He's just assuming it. Well, it's quoting. I know I'm familiar with yeah. it. It's quoting Deuteronomy. He's quoting Deuteronomy. It's, quote, mm-hmm. it's quoting a uh, judicial law given to the Commonwealth of Israel. And he quotes it authoritatively to the church that says, you should be doing this, not not in the sense that you should own an ox, but in the sense that you should know <laughs> the, the metaphor princi- behind it. <laughs> right. So the equi- the general equity, if we're going to use confessional language, uh, the principle of it, you should know and is, is completely binding upon you to do. Uh, he, he just preassumes it. And that preassumes a covenantal hermeneutic. But so that would be one of the places where I would show, yes, it's preassumed that these things are are. Are, are in operation and you see the function. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that was a long, long way, way of saying that, but yeah. <laughs> well, we've, we've all kind of talked about w- when we think it should be um, and kind of what it consists of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can all agree that we shouldn't pass judgment on somebody that's not practicing a Sabbath, not Lord's day, sat not an assembly Sabbath. Would you agree? Rest. Rest. Right. I think they're the same thing. So I don't Rest think and right. Sabbath is the same thing. So I think a Lord's Day corporate worship and New Testament Sabbath is the same thing. Well, so yeah. I'm, I'm saying we shouldn't pass judgment on somebody who's not practicing Old Testament Sabbath, is what I'm saying when I say Sabbath. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like in, okay. in yeah. Romans 14. And yeah. Thing. Okay. Um, so we kind of talked about that. Now let's kind of, to conclude, make it a little practical for the viewer. Yeah. So it's not just doctrinally oriented, <laughs> which doesn't follow me, but yeah. um so what what do y'all think are some practical ways to um honor well, for the sake of this conversation, call yeah. it New Testament Sabbath, other than mm-hmm. corporate worship, which I think we can all agree is a big part of something. Yeah. There's some differences on what day and stuff, but yeah. Uh what 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 are some practical ways to, to rest? So I would say I'll, I'll let Wes jump in. I, I, I don't want to find, find, find com- a lot of, <laughs> This is why we have okay. guests. I think so we can talk. find yeah. a lot of common ground on this. Okay, so I would say uh, take a whole day and devote it to worship. So gather, and then you need uh, you need more than a forty five minute sermon. You need more than than this. Let's go here on our way to do something else on the Lord's Day. As far as when you do gather, don't think of it as I'm going to come here, I'm going to gather in the morning, I'm going to leave, and then I'm going to go do my own thing after that. I'll take the day, <laughs> take take the Lord's Day gathering, and say, I'm going to devote this day unto worship of God and, yep. and rest from my normal duties, rest from my day-to-day life, which is waiting on me tomorrow, and then I'm going to devote this unto God. Okay. Would you yeah. agree? Yes. So when when resting, though, so you said worship. Yeah. Uh, let's let's be clear on what we mean by worship. That does not mean that we think you should stay in your church from eight o'clock to five o'clock. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, yes, do your service and, and you do that sort of worship where you're listening uh and you're singing music and, and whatnot. Yeah. But go home. 
Mm. Talk with your family. Family. Right. Guess That's what? The word talking I was for. talking with yeah. your family and yeah. you know, hey, what'd you what'd you learn in Sunday school or your small group? Or hey, what did you think about when the pastor said this? And right. you know, those are all good conversations to have. And that is worship. And you know, you could even you don't even have to talk about what the pastor said. You could say, Hey, you know, I've I've been kind of dealing with this in my personal Bible study, you know. Um, this is something that God's been working through me with, and you know, and you worship that way and you talk about those things. Right. Not to say that you shouldn't worship all week right in that sense i think this mm-hmm. is distinct. it's just this is specific this is distinct to right. corporate yeah. worship and family yeah worship mm-hmm. so, and you, so, so you can't worship at home all week and not go to a corporate gathering agreed right so it so the corporate, corporate gathering is distinct yeah. corporate mm-hmm. gathering is important yeah yeah and yeah. I, I like what you said your your day-to-day activity is waiting for you the next day <laughs> right. so a, a big part of it is mm-hmm. not doing your day so if you're you're a uh what's your job title <laughs> just uh what did I say? The Harbor Freight Harbor Engineer. Harbor Freight Engineer. Engineer, yeah. <laughs> Harbor Freight, not for the company, but the type. So off-brand, off-brand engineer, I guess, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so you don't do that on, on Sundays. Now, well, like there's the example in the Bible that we talked about earlier when your donkey falls into a pit. And yeah. that's a necessity that you, that's understood, I, I think. Well, yeah. this, was the, this was the problem. Or, this is mm-hmm. the whole problem with the Pharisees. The Pharisees were saying, well, you can't do work. And yeah. uh, what is work? You know, well, work is this. Mm-hmm. And that's why they kept getting on to Jesus about healing on the Sabbath. Or and and, and Jesus was like, wait up. a minute, what, do, yeah. what yeah. are you talking about? Like, why are yeah. you adding stuff to the Old Testament? Yeah, he said, mm-hmm. he told the man to pick up the pallet and follow. Exactly. And they, they got essentially mad at Jesus. Oh, they got yeah. somebody they, to pick he up did it all the time. He kept healing on the Sabbath and they kept getting mad. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... It was their misunderstanding of the law of of the Old Testament what it said because it was it was always that way it was yeah. it, it's it's never changed. Oh, absolutely. The Pharisees changed it, mm-hmm. and and we as Christians need to be careful that we don't do that because yeah. I think a lot of times we'll take a little piece of scripture and then we'll say, well, that means this, and then we start being dogmatic and we start adding more of these restrictions instead mm-hmm. of our liberty which we we have in Christ. Yeah. Now that liberty in Christ shouldn't be abused. Mm. Um, you know, I think yeah. I think there's a lot of people that well, I have liberty, so I can just go and get drunk and do whatever I want. And it's like, yeah. no, <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, I, I heard a guy one time. He said, you know, for for your liberties, if you find yourself having to just fight and fight and fight and fight, then while I would agree that may be a liberty for you, the fact that you're wanting to fight so hard for it, then perhaps that quote unquote liberty owns you that vice owns you or whatever it is mm. which means you have a problem and that needs to stop yeah mm. i would practically in a very big picture we were talking you were talking about when you go to uh, when you had new york people were, had to work on sunday because of their jobs yeah um by and large what i would i, I would like for this to be it's it taken out to its fullest extent. So if you, had, if for example, if we had to make less money and be able to corporate gather, I would, I would hope for you to take the less money. If we had to take less money and you could be home with your family, I would agree with that. Yes. If you had, if you could take less money, then be at home with your family more or something like that. Well, you would actually prioritize the things in which scripture tells you to, you would actually do those things. So practically, uh, I said this, we were talking about this before, but, uh, the corporate gathering, and they've said this multiple times at church, it doesn't start on Saturday or Sunday mornings like, well, we're going to go, we're not going to not. It's a priority in which that you should have throughout the week to say, right. yeah. So that's practically you should order your life according to Scripture 
so you can do the things that what Scripture calls you to do. So right. if you're going to be a disciple of Christ, that's going to require you to implement discipline, a certain discipline inside of your life to be faithful to it. Yeah, I read an, I read an article recently about, about that, talking about how a lot of the Sabbath can reflect where exactly your your priorities and your honoring is going. Because if you're right. just simply not doing that assembly, but still, I guess, identifying as Christian, it's like, well, you know, you're... Right. I, I, I want to know the exact quote. There's no way I could find it, though. I'd have to go <laughs> read the whole article. Um, but like you're saying, like it, it reflects that, um, who you're honoring and... So if, if somebody comes up to you, for example, and says, hey... I'll give you twenty more thousand dollars, but you'll be traveling for six, four or five days a week. You should probably say no. <laughs> I'm not saying that's dogmatic. I'm just saying maybe you should say, "Well, that's going to take me away from my family." It's definitely something that you should pray about. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that's something like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'll make more money, but then I'll neglect my other duties." So, man should not live by bread alone. That means the physical is not all there is. So. As Christians, you're called more. It's, it's just going to show you the things that you're serving. I guess is the quickest way to say it. And the in 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 corporate worship is going to do that as well, whether you prioritize that or not. Yeah, and and not to say that like if you're a police officer that has to work one Sunday a month, that right? Yeah, yeah. because we need police officers out actively on Sundays. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's a, still crime on Sundays. Right. That, that's a but, work of necessity and mercy. Yeah, so, that you. Ha- yeah. that's not the option of taking more money. For, right. Know. No, that's not the same at all. No. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 the power goes out. They call me. Uh, say well, I work for the power company. I guess I should say that. But, but <laughs> when the power goes out and they say, "Hey, you got to work this Sunday," I'm 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 not terribly torn and saying, "Well, I'm sinning." That's a, that's an act of necessity and mercy. Such as Jesus says, when you when you're, if your donkey goes falls in a pit, you're not going to go get it on the Sabbath. Right. So that's the same principle. Um, and this is one of those yeah. things also where if it would be really nice if all of society was like Christian, because then this would function a lot better. So yeah, like, we could we could or, yeah. that's genius. <laughs> we could or, organize society <laughs> yeah. around this and well, you know. it is in a certain aspect. That's the reason you and I usually don't have to work Sundays, right? Because our nation has a Christian heritage inside right. of that. Well, I won't go again all that, but but you see it in function there. So, as a father or as as someone leading a family, uh, you have obligation in order to protect that, so that they do gather in that same way. A society that would protect that in the sense of that it would hold that out as something you should do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it does now. I'm just saying our calendar reflects it of why, why we don't work on Sunday, Yeah. for example, here in this country anyway. Yeah. Now, how long that lasts, but you know. <laughs> so when we're talking about apostolic witness, we're yeah. talking about the, what did the apostles do and whatever yeah. they did, that is authoritative. That is what you're saying when it right. comes to apostolic witness. Rightly understood. So when we say what they did, so we should baptize like they did. We should gather like they did. Right, right, right. We yeah, that, that's what you're saying. We shouldn't when fulfill the apostolic office. witness. Yeah, we shouldn't, be an, we shouldn't be apostles. So just to summarize, uh, we want to try to make it clear. Um, we've got basically two views for the most part um Eli's, slightly tweaks <laughs> Eli, Eli kind of agrees with both yeah. of us here and there Eli's um, young and he's really and, intrigued and, and here's the thing <laughs> one, one of us is wrong 
Both of us, both of us could be. I would agree, I would agree with that, yeah. Uh, both of us could definitely be wrong, uh, which is why it's important that you as the listener go and search this for yourself. Uh, my view on this, um, and again, this is based on scripture, what we talked about. Again, this is not teaching. We're yeah. just discussing our thoughts. Um, and my view is that, you know, the Sabbath, um, you know, keeping it holy, I believe that that can be movable. I think it's preferred that you do it with the gathering. I, I think it's preferred that you do it um, on Sunday or Saturday. Whenever your church meets, that's when you should do the Sabbath. I think that would be best, but it's not necessarily commanded. I think that if that doesn't work out necessarily, um, you know, still go to worship, absolutely worship, but you can have your Sabbath necessarily on a dis- on a different day. Uh, now, uh their position is just a little bit different. I'm going to let him summarize that. Yeah. So just so we're clear. Uh, right. So <laughs> my, my position, I guess would be a summary is that the, uh, a one in six day that you devote unto the Lord is, uh, mandatory and, and abiding for everybody, uh, from creation forward from, from, from creations has established the, 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 the pattern of one in six days that you devote unto the, unto the Lord. And we agree on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. the difference is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So prior to Christ, that day is Saturday. Um, that day is, is, is the, the rest of God in creation. He, he holds that up from Christ forward. I think that is the, the first day of the week or the eighth day, the day of fulfillment in which that he secures for himself a day by his resurrection. I think it's assumed that that is in, in that is a binding upon uh, New Testament Christians. That's the reason you don't see explicit statement. They're assuming the binding uh, validity of the fourth command there, which is to keep the Sabbath holy. Uh, so from Christ to the end of the world, it is now the first day of the week in which that you are commanded to corporately gather on. I guess if that a summary for yeah, you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's okay. excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Make sure you go check out uh, Avery's podcast, The Reformed. Uh, the, the, modern the modern reformer. Yeah, uh, we'll put a link. In there's there. a link somewhere. There, there's a whole chapter devoted to the Sabbath on the 1689, so which you'll get to soon. Which we'll get to. <laughs> which, uh, which I believe the chapter, and that's pretty much what the chapter. It says a lot better, but that's pretty much what the chapter says. Cool. So yeah. All right. Make sure you go check it out. We'll see y'all next week.